Loving Beyond the I Do podcast is produced and sponsored by LegendaryRelationship.com. All things marriage. All the time. Welcome to episode 11 of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about understanding our individual needs to strengthen your marriage or relationship. Absolutely. So let's not wait any further. Let's get right into it. Cue the music. Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Hey, hey, welcome back. We're here back in the studio. So today we want to try to talk to you guys about strengthening your marriage, but we want to keep it real. So it's not about what your marriage or your relationship was like before. We're talking about where is that right now and how to get it back healthy if it's not healthy or how to strengthen it if you feel like it's weak in some areas. Yeah, you might not even know if it's not healthy. You just know that it's changed from when you first got into it until now, but you just know you're just kind of going along with it. So, you know, it is what it is at this point. It is. So the first thing we need to understand is that and when we're talking about our individual needs, I have different needs than you have, Jason. Right. That is correct. And so do you know what I mean by when I have different needs? Yes. Yeah. You view things differently. You want things differently. My thing is I have to learn to understand your needs. Have you learned my needs yet? Not all of them. I haven't. Have you even tried? I did earlier in the marriage. Not so much now. And why is that? Probably because women are complicated. No, I don't think we're complicated. I know. I think men just don't want to put. I think men just don't want to put in the effort, so they use that excuse. Oh, it is a lot of effort. Yes, it's not a lot of effort. It is. No, you know what? It's you guys pay attention to your job. You pay attention to bills or money Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. You pay attention to what you want to pay attention to, but. When it comes to your wife, I think you guys take us for granted that we're not going anywhere or that you have us. So you don't even try. You've put in your mind that it's complicated. So you don't even take the effort to try and do it. How many you try to mask it? How many times have you liked something or a particular thing? It's not it's not about liking something. I'm talking about needs. We're talking about needs right now. My needs have not changed from the day I met you to right now. My needs have remained the same. Now, whether I like that dress today Mm -hmm. and don't like it tomorrow, that's a change in fashion. That's a change in my statement, my representation. That's not a change in what I need. So what? And I think, and I think all women pretty much need the same thing. We're not all made the same, but I think underneath we all kind of are on the same wavelength as to our needs. So at one time, did I? understand your needs a lot better than I do now? I don't know if you understood the needs or you wanted me to like you more or you or you cared about how I felt about you. So you tried harder or you made sure that you were doing the things that you knew a woman would like because you wanted me to reciprocate the love for you that you had for me. And I think over time, love kind of fades. It's not that we don't love each other. It's just that that love fades. And so you feel as though, okay, well, now I have her. So like me and say, you know, now I have her. Now I don't, I don't have to work as hard to keep her. But then which that's is kind wrong. of like, that's a two-way street. I mean, because I could say the same thing. But but I don't think, I, no, because no. I, I would say that I know your needs. I knew your needs then and I know your needs. And I feel like I do more of. The um, need fulfilling? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if we could just keep it real, oh, absolutely. And I do? Okay. Yeah, so case in point, and, and we'll get into other things. Case in point is that, you know, I make the reference that when we make love in the bed or when we have sex, that whatever we do in the bed has to be reciprocated outside of the bed. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because when you are a, a feeling being. Right. So because... 
you have to understand if this is what you want in the bed, then I have to be fulfilled outside of the bed. And that's one thing that a relationship needs to have. You need to understand what makes me me and I need to understand what makes you you. So if I know that men or you like sex, then I'm not I'm I'm not that type of person that's going to say, okay, I'm mad at you. We're not having sex. You know, but my thing is that if you want to have sex and you've given me the fulfillment that I've that I need, why wouldn't I want to have sex? Okay. I hear what you're saying. So let me make sure I understand this. Okay. If I give you a lot of, you know, pay more attention to your needs. How about if you understand my needs? Right. If so I, I don't want you I don't want you to pay attention to my needs. I want my needs to be as simple as your needs. You know what your needs are? You know when you feel them and you need them and how you, I want my needs to be the met and looked at as the same way as your needs. Okay. Well, I'm going to So be I don't want you to Oh, let me pay attention to. Oh, I'm going to pacify her. I'm going to pretend because I know if, if I give her some affection today, she's going to give me some sex tonight. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. Yes, you would. No. I said all over your face. No, I wouldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> yes, you would. What I'm no, saying I'll skip is that a day. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying is that because we have different needs. And I thought about this prior to us recording this. I remember a time in our marriage in the beginning when it seemed as though you were more, I don't know, like I'm trying to find the words. You understood what my needs were or you were sensitive to them or I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you, but for instance, you know, the touching, the not just a touch, but an intimate touch that I want you touch. Okay. That was in the beginning. That's not now. Like, you know, people may see. Oh, us. I don't touch you. It's not the same touch. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. This see, touch, that's what I'm saying. You guys have so many different levels of. It's not the level. It's, of, it's, my, it's your level. Okay, it's your so level. Touch, it's your level of giving me what I need, depending on what you think I need. Yeah. But I, if I'm touching. I'm, I'm receiving these. I'm receiving the same touch from you. Mm-hmm. This, this touch is coming from the same person. Yeah. And it's not what I need. It's what you're giving in that one touch. Is what I'm feeling. It's sort of like when people say good morning mm-hmm. and good morning. Mm-hmm. You know, some people can say good morning and you feel the love and excitement and you feel something from them. Or people just say good morning and you feel it. They just said it to say it. So you. So what you're saying is my touches now are just a good morning. Ab- sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of absolutely. That's what I heard. <laughs> so to help people strengthen their marriage First, you have to understand what are my needs, okay? Mm -hmm. And I've expressed them before, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why we have a better marriage is because I feel the need to express that to you. I think sometimes I need to be coached because you, you... No, I'm not coaching you. I didn't coach you when we were dating. Oh, you coached co- me. No, I didn't coach you. I was you a lot know, of sign stealing. I, <laughs> I learned a lot. No, a lot see, again, again, and this can go back to several of our other podcasts. Again, you're looking for me to tell you what to do when you already know it because you don't want to put in the work. It's sort of like that Christmas gift. <laughs> Why should I give you the answers to the test when all you have to do is study? Okay. Yep. Study. Yep. Study. Yep. So, there we go with those tests again. You're always giving me tests. I told you no, I don't do well no, with pop quizzes and tests and exams. I wasn't saying it's a test. I said, you why would said. I give you the answers? Why would I give you the answers? Because you love me. No. Give me the answers so if we can have a blissful me, marriage. No. No. What I want you to do is, and it's a mindset. I really, now that I'm thinking about this, I think it's the way that men just view women. And you guys always say, well, you know, we're sexual beings. We're visual. We see things and it just it, it, it just turns us on or whatever. But the thing is, is that that's what you have put in your mind. And you have put in your mind that you don't have to know or you don't have to continue to feed into a woman's needs just as long as yours are provided. I have to agree with you on that. You tend not to, oh, I did, tend not to did, pay. Did, as in past tense. Or doing. 
I, th- I think it's a mixture right now. Yeah. So it I, all I think depends we went through on that phase. I think we went through right. that phase where you did and then you did it, not, and now you're kind of mixing. Right. But but that's true. You you tend not to pay too much attention to you know your needs. Absolutely right. And it's not done on purpose. No, it it's just not. Happened. It just happened that and way. And it's because you you've put in your mind that that's not something that you need to do. That's not a priority. Yeah. So men don't go into marriages thinking, okay. I'm going to wine and dine her and make her feel loved so that I can get her so we can both feel loved. And then they don't think afterwards, well, I have to continue that. They don't think about that. They think, okay, now you love me. I love you. We get married or whatever. Right. And it's, now we have to deal it, with life. Or it's pretty much, okay, now that we're, we're married, now I have a right to have sex whenever I want it. Pretty I think much. that's how, right. Men think yeah, like, we okay. we got a license now. Right, a license to have sex with the person that you married. <laughs> right. But you don't have a license to have it whenever you want it. I can drive my car whenever I want. I got a license. Uh, but guess what? Did you pay the car note? <laughs> if you don't pay the car note, you cannot drive that car however you want it. Okay. So if you, you got to pay the, pay the, what is it? Pay the cost to be the boss. Yep. There you go. Pay the cost to be the boss. So if you want to drive this car whenever you want to drive it, then you have to pay the car note. All right. So that's all. And that's paying attention to your needs. So my one of one need of a woman, mm-hmm. and I'm a woman, mm-hmm. okay, is the need for affection. Okay. We need to know that we're loved. And I can tell you. You know, you just. Assume that you that we know. understand what we're saying. It, you guys are saying a lot, but. It's it's not done by material things. It's done by a hug. It's done by a kiss. And I'm not talking about a peck on the lips. I'm talking about when you kiss me, make me feel it. Okay. And I, I can tell you this. What you can what can you tell me? <laughs> what can you tell me? When, if you want me to be affectionate, I'm going straight to sex. I'm telling you. That's where I'm going. And that's the problem. I know and, it is. And that is the problem. Right. So, so it's better not tried, to even tote so, that line because you're no, going to say. No, you have to tote that line. You have to because you have to understand if you're giving me what I need, I need for you to separate your your wants from my needs. You can't tie them together. You can't say I'm going to give her affection because I want sex. No. No, I, I'm going, I can, no, 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 no. You I have to look you, at it. No, you have I to can, view it differently. I understand it, but I'm giving you affection. But yes, in you the are. Process, yeah, and if you give me the right and enough affection, you're going to get the sex. Yeah, but see, we're not wired like that. I can't wait. I can't go that long. You don't want me to play around with affection. I don't have. Okay, first of all, you're misinterpreting. Like most men. I'm telling you. If what, I no, no, the, no. Listen, you're misinterpreting what, what affection is. I know I am. I, I know I am. And that's why we're having this conversation because I'm men I'm going to start to out understand. with affection and <laughs> <laughs> not, not long after that, it's time to get it on. But that's what, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to separate your wants from my needs. If you're trying to understand me and you're trying to give me something that I need, then it's not about you getting aroused. It's about, I understand that she needs me to touch her. She needs me to show her affection. So I have to love her enough to be able to know how to do that where I'm disconnecting my want for sex. You have to stop connecting the two in some instances. So you can't give me what I need as a wife and as a woman if in the back of your mind you're thinking, I want sex. I want sex. Like you, I can't. I'm a male, right? No, no, no. But it's not about me to male. I mean, that's what we made. I mean, we think about sex a lot. There you go again. We're not talking talking about how a man is wired. We're talking about understanding your needs. I understand that you need sex, Mm -hmm. that men need sex. And so in preparing for this, we read his needs her needs. So we're going to reference some of the things that this wonderful author has told us. And also in, I think our very first podcast, we had a guest on that also referenced this book. Yes. The Franklins. Yeah. It was by Willard F. Harley. It's his needs, her needs, and it'll all be in the show notes of this episode, episode 11. 
And he hasn't told us anything that we don't know, but he does explain it. Yeah, he shines and he and he helps maybe the male understand some of the things that the female needs and is saying, and he helps the female understand a man's perspective. I know I, I I learned a lot about the difference between affection and sex because if I start to rub or touch on you to be affectionate, I get aroused. So, and there has been times when I said, Jason, like, I just want to be close. After reading and understanding, I mean, I get what you're saying when you're saying it, but to hear from another male or reading a book or something like that, sometimes you go, well, hey, you know, I'm not the only one that feels like this or is going through this. So I'm like, okay, let me take myself out of the equation and let me just touch on her, rub on her, kiss on her. Just to see how that makes her feel. The way you said it doesn't sound as though you're giving it to me because you want to give it to me. It sounds as though you're giving it to me. I am because because you really want to because this is what you need. And the whole thing is you want to be able to give you what you need, you know, to make. But it sounds like you're doing it as, as a as as a prerequisite as, no, no, as, no, a, as a requirement no 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 just because you said to let find... me give her this let me do this let me touch on her right, let me, but instead I'm of saying, saying i want to me. yeah i mean i want to but I'm, I'm saying i'm taking away from getting aroused and getting trying to get fulfilled for you know touching and things i like, think i think I'm, the I'm, only way to get away from that is you have to look at it be, as you said before look at it and want to do it as a fulfillment and enjoyment. It's sort of like when you buy me flowers or mm-hmm. you buy me a gift. Right. How does that make you feel? Oh, it makes me feel good. Exactly. It's the same thing. You have to look at touching me and kissing me and, and caressing me, meaning, you know, we're hugged up watching a movie or whatever, or, you know, we're close. You have to look at doing those things as a fulfillment that you get is the same way you buy me flowers. Okay. You don't get aroused when you buy me flowers. No, no, I, I don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I might get aroused you... when I see your face when you look at those flowers. <laughs> so, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I got some points tonight. Yes. So my point is that you do it because you love me and you want to show me love. And that's why I said I was I was right. doing it because right. I love you and I want to show you affection. And that sounds I don't better than the all... way you just said it. Oh, okay. I mean, like, okay, so it came out that way. But I don't want it to sound like, okay, I like... You, you think to yourself, okay, well, I have to touch her. No, I no, have no, to no. kiss her. No. I have to do this. No. no, women want it to come naturally. We want you to understand the things that make us tick as if you understand the things that make you tick. So we have constantly heard that, oh, that's just the way a man is wired. Oh, men are sexual beings. Oh, men get turned on easily. And I feel as though society has constantly, constantly, constantly said that so many times that you men, even if it was true, you're making it true. I know. Because of what you hear and what, oh, oh, it, it was said, so that, that must be right. Yep. And so now you guys have fed into that thing that, oh, oh, if I see a woman and I get aroused, it's okay. No, it's not okay. No, it's not okay. Now that I have a wife, if I get aroused, then she's supposed to be able to fulfill my every need because she has to understand I'm a man and that's what I need. No, no, we want, we need society to start saying, okay, men, if you want your wife to give you as much sex as you want, because that's your need, you have to give them as much of their needs. And a woman's need, we, yes, we like sex. We want sex. We want sex to be enjoyable, but we don't crave it as much as men. That's in just in the way we're wired, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, that is. Right. So, but, but if I feel like if you get more affection, you would be more apt to be more loving. Absolutely. Lo- loving. Loving and making love. Yes. Okay. Loving. More apt to it. I mean, so you can you can progress along. And, and one other thing right. is, you know, it don't take much for, for me or for most males to get turned on. But it takes a lot longer for women and, and for you. Only, only, only if you haven't filled me exactly. up. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, you know, the wind blows and then I get in the mood. Right. And then I'm, I expect you to be in the mood, but that's not how it always works. You got to get, you know, 
You need time to kind of get going and get and ready. Men have to understand that doesn't just go away once you say I do. Yeah, I know. That doesn't go away three years, four years, five years. Because when we're dating, you're taking that time to turn me on, to get in the mood, what people call foreplay. Not only that, but that foreplay is also in you buying me flowers and you kissing me when you leave me. Your caress, your touch, all those things are there. But then we have kids and for some reason you men think that the only thing we need is sex. Yeah, you don't have time for anything else. That's what you say. I'm busy doing this. I'm busy doing that. So, okay. Well, this is the only time we can get it in. What I'm saying is that you all think that it goes away. And so you think because you don't have to do it, that it doesn't need to be done. But it still needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Whether you're married a year, six years, however long you're married or dating, that woman still needs to know that you love, appreciate, and care for her. And the way that you do that is not by paying the bills or bringing home the money. I mean, that helps too. That helps. That's, but that's a different area of right. love. And that's a different area of needs. True. We're talking about in order to have sexual wants, in order for us to fulfill your need of sex, you have to fulfill my need of affection. Affection. Along with other things. But affection is the main thing. I think if- you know, affection is like the glue that holds the relationship together. So if I can work on showing you affection, you showing me affection, I think that it, it makes that bond just that tighter. Absolutely. So if, if, and so I ask you, so they say men always need sex. So I ask you, sex how? So if I'm giving you sex every time you want sex, is that fulfilling to you? Or do you want sex accompanied with love and emotion and and me I don't feeling want, I don't want motionless sex emotionless sex I don't want that that's crazy and and that's sometimes that's how women feel like we have to to give it to you I know no I want you to be an active participant and that goes back to what you just said is you think emotion is the glue so if I'm emotionally if I'm emotionally invested a- in affection. sex with you affection yep. no no oh, right you yeah, said affection the glue right the glue right right so if I'm being Given, if you and I are both receiving affection that shows the love that's not spoken but felt, mm-hmm. then when I'm having sex, I'm giving you my affection. I'm showing you everything that you've given me is now coming out in my sex. Okay, so I'm not just giving you motionless sex. I'm not just giving you a physical body, a shell. You're giving me emotion and feeling. And, and affection, and I'm giving you back what you have showed me, but in the form of the way you need it. Hence making love. Right. Or sex. Okay. You know, women, real, women really say, you know, making love. You know, men don't say making love. No, because we don't. Men, men don't say, oh, I, I want to make love all the time. No, they, I just want sex. A lot of times. So if, we, if we're just going to keep it real, it's just sex. sex. Okay. It's just it's just the, the three-letter word, sex. And that's what it is. It's not good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't mean anything. It just means... No, we right. were good. <laughs> <laughs> but no. how do men give women what they need outside of the bed? So one thing that I have to remind Jason of is that as often as we have sex, he has to show me that same amount of intensity and the same amount that I gave him in the bed. He has to show me that outside of the bed, which means that you can't just skip on my affection. That's true. I you gonna can't. say something? No, so, I'm, no. So that means what? What does that mean? That means that I need to be more attentive to you and your needs and How? your emotion. How? I don't want. I don't want generic things. I, I want you to tell the men out there what they need to do for their wives, their mate, their relationship partner. What What do they do so that they can maintain? the amount of sex that they want and they can continue to maintain a relationship that's more of a relationship by touching and feeling and caressing and holding and and even that and caress even, word can can kind of i don't can know trip you up. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you still word. have to be able to touch without getting aroused when i say caressing i mean a, a, a rub on the back or on the shoulder or, a generic caress yeah not not a, not a deep <laughs> and I know that when you want to get touched, you don't want to get touched on your your butt, your breasts, and all this other stuff. You just want to be touched around touched. the waist, right? Touch my shoulder, touch, my the back. small of your back. Absolutely, kissed on the neck. Uh huh. Yep. All those things that get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So 
that's what they need to. Do you think that that requires work on a man's part that he's usually not doing? I think he just needs to take the focus off himself. That's all. Okay. And if you do that, then you want, you know, like two things can't occupy the same space at the same time. Absolutely. Right? So right. if I'm thinking about fulfilling you right. and, you know, making you happy and bringing joy to your face, I then think I, I won't gotten, get aroused. I think you've gotten this. Um, what did they give you before a test? Epiphany? Oh. No. They give you uh, some study guide. I okay. think you've done well with the study guide I've just given you, but go ahead. Yeah, I took those cliff notes and I ran. I passed that exam. See? Okay. So. Right. so, yeah, that's what you do. So you put the person first and then you, you kind of take yourself out of it and you'll start to get more enjoyment out of seeing the smile on your face and seeing how you reciprocate that love back to me. That's how you know that it's working based on how we interact now. And see, I think men don't take the time to understand what affection means. See, women, women, we need affection. But we, we think our bodies, we know what affection is. Right. 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 But our version of affection gets us in trouble because it turns into sex. And and I, and I guess that's what we meant by understanding our individual needs. I don't only have to understand my needs. I have to understand your needs. Right. I have to understand what you need, how you think, how you're wired and how you operate. And. I don't think that, okay, men want sex more than women, but don't make us feel like there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with us that we always want sex. We wouldn't make you feel that way if as much as you wanted sex, you gave us what we needed to. It's like a a give and take. But we don't make you feel a certain way about affection. No, you make us feel a certain way about not having sex. Exactly, because you make us feel a certain way about having sex. Like, what's wrong with you? We just did it 15 minutes ago. Be careful what... What what you're saying, because people may think you're talking specifically about me. You're just talking in general. <laughs> do, do I say you? what's wrong with you? You just wanted 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Why are you laughing? What's funny? No, you don't. <laughs> but, okay. I don't. I don't. I no. don't do that. No, you don't. Then why would you say that? Because I don't want people to get confused with what I say. And, and when you're just talking from other men talking from the norm. So please specify when you're saying this uh, You can is take what, what you want said. from the podcast and then you no, can I, I digest it the way know, you need to digest I need people to know what I say <laughs> and what's in general speaking. Okay. <laughs> I may say, what's wrong with you? You just had it last night and it's 6 a.m. Sure. in the morning. Right. Now you'll say that. And I'll say that, that was, was last night. Right. That was, you know, six, seven hours ago. So it all depends. And you know what? It's more of an admiration for you. So if I admire you and I love you. It's an admiration for me. Right. Wow. Women, do you hear this? Yeah. I don't think it's an admiration. It wow. is. Because I think that's, you, don't, okay. you tend not to want to be with somebody you're not attracted to or you're not in love with. Things of that. that magnitude. Well, that, mm-hmm. Yeah, that magnitude. So if I desire you. I think that sometimes in marriages, it's beyond. Desire? Right. I think it's beyond desire. I told you, I think. Well, you, you think it's not desire? You just think because you're there? N- yes. I think because men feel as though they're married mm-hmm. and in their minds, this gives them a license to have sex. They think that this gives them a license, a license to have sex whenever they want it. Okay. Okay. So they they don't even think about some men. Okay. Of course, I'm not saying they don't desire their, their mate or their right. wife. All I'm saying is they don't even think of it to that level. They just know that their body wants sex, so they want sex. Okay. Right. So because you men seem to say, and I don't know because I'm not a man. Well, all I'm saying is if if I want sex the way I want sex, don't make me feel like something's wrong with me. Are you I'm talking in general or are you talking about me specifically? <laughs> I'm talking... <laughs> I'm just talking in general. Right. You guys hear that? That was in general. That, was that wasn't in, in Tina. No, that, that wasn't in Tina. Tina. That's in general. It, that wasn't in text citation. <laughs> okay. So when you want sex, you want sex because of me? Let's be honest. It's Let's because be- of you. It's because of me. It's because the wind blew. And sometimes because the wind blew. See? See, I told you. It's not even about desire anymore. It's just about the man okay. has conditioned Listen, himself can, to I think can, that sex is, that it's okay no. to walk around and always want sex. Mm, okay. Don't I, you think it's a such thing as too much sex? N- no. I, I I haven't ran into that yet. I haven't. Mm-mm. Nope. No, I haven't. That thought has not crossed my mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> okay. All right. Keep so, it. no, I'm not. So, we're going to go on, continue. <laughs> so, to strengthen it. Mm-hmm. The first thing is we must recognize one. We mustn't recognize what our needs are, because mm-hmm. if I don't know my own needs, how can I expect you to fulfill them? 
right? That's right. And as for me, I need to be able to express to you the way I feel about my need. Right. Okay, so since we're talking about affection and sex, yeah. Right. You just need to understand where I'm coming from. I'm just not some horny person always wanting to have sex. There's maybe a reason behind it. Okay. So I need to be able to be open and honest with you and express that. And then the men need to be open and receptive to what she's saying because that's important to her. Right. So don't just blow it off as, uh, you know, she's talking about this. Or women are always so sensitive. This is something that women need. This is a need for us, just like sex is a need for you. This is something that we crave. You crave sex. We crave affection. This is one of the building blocks of who we are. And that is important to us because that relates so many other things in our lives. That's where it starts. If you don't have affection for me or you don't, you're not showing me that you love me and you care for me, how am I going to show you that I love and care for you? I can't give you back the love if I'm not receiving it. And in this book, he talks about that. And we have other books. But in this book, he refers to that as the love bank. And throughout my marriage, I have absolutely positively know what he means. So when Jason has upset me for some reason, and that was in the past because I'm older now, I've learned, and I don't let him affect me anymore. (laughs) So when he used to upset me by not doing things, that was a deduction in his love account. And by holding on to that, because you made a deduction, now I'm upset and I'm retaliating. But then you're not going to respond with the love that I need. So you're going to continue to respond in a negative way, which means that it's going to make your account go even further down. So what I think we need to do is that when we feel as though we've been wronged or we've had a deduction in our love account or we feel lack of love, we need to be able to sit down and express that to one another. And I think, like you said, a key point is being open and receptive with each other. You have to be open to what I'm saying. You can't come in thinking that you know what I'm talking about or how I'm feeling. And if you're not taking it serious, then therefore I feel as though my points are not valid and I'm not being heard and that you really don't care about me. We care. I mean, sometimes we just don't have the correct way to express ourselves to you. I mean, you guys sometimes want some great details about stuff and we just don't have that in us to give it to you. We can just give you the the very, you know, very top portion of it. We may not go deep into our feelings and and give you all of that stuff that you really want. We understand, but we not, may not have the voice to let you understand how we truly feel about what you're saying. But we get it. So then if you can't express it verbally, then you must be able to express it physically. Sure. Which means sure. that you have to be able to show me the things that you can't tell me. Right. So right. I want to be a show me state. Mm-hmm. So that means that. If I'm expressing to you that I'm feeling unloved, then that means that you have to, you can't just brush it off. No, correct. You, you, have you, you have to put in some work and you have to start showing some affection, showing some real affection like you probably did in the beginning. You or know. just any affection. Oh, right. I mean, Because just, like I said, I think in every marriage, it gets to a point where it just becomes monotonous. It becomes... Right. You become busy in life and you're just trying to... As they move say, the family forward. It's, all just, of that. it's just, it's the same thing over, over, oh, yeah. over. And yeah. if we don't become aware of the routine that we fall into, then we, we get to a point and we wonder, how did our marriage become routine? How are we like roommates? How are we not feeling the attraction that we want to feel towards our mate? Yeah. Why are we not feeling the love that we used to feel? Yeah. Why is it more of a, of a problem than a solution. Yeah. It's like a robotic situation. Right. You're just going through the motion. Right. Yeah. And it becomes very mundane for me. And for most males, I think you just have to be able to one, express yourself to be willing to be vulnerable when you being affectionate with your, with your wife. So that way you all can grow together and have conversations on the sexual front to see how she really feels. You know, if she's not the type of person that really want to have a lot of sex now, why not? Why have conversations about it? That's a good point, because in the book, His Needs, Her Needs, he talks about understanding why people view sex the way they do. So you have to understand when males are coming of age, most of the time they masturbate Mm -hmm. where women don't. 
So they know what turns them on. They know how to become sexually fulfilled, whereas women don't. So if women have never experienced what fulfills them sexually, how would they ever express that to their mate? So we have to be willing to look at why we feel a certain way about sex and why does our mate want it so much? I think if we understand ourselves more Mm -hmm. when it comes to sexuality and affection and understanding that you can't have one without the other. So if your mate wants sex, you have to be able to deliver that sex with affection. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point of just having sex, of just being um, a viable tool for him? Yes, he's getting pleasure to a certain extent, but wouldn't it be more fulfilling and connecting if you both were getting enjoyment from the sex? That's what it can become. When you get back as if it was in the beginning, when you get back to the point of understanding your needs and his needs and putting those needs first, I can't put my needs first for me. You can't put your need first Whereas it makes ours non-existent, or right? Just Inviable, yeah, right, right. It, or we invalidate your feelings, absolutely. Yeah, and you can't have sex without, without emo- affection, right? Affection, emotion, emotion. absolutely. Be- and, and the whole point. All you can me, is just boring. Well, the whole point to me in having sex when you're married is to create a deeper bond. Okay. Yeah. It's to create connectivity. It's, right. it's it's a way of you and I connecting physically. I'm showing you my love. And in the way that, that I want to show it to you so that our bond can become deeper is to have sex, meaningful sex, mm-hmm. sex that is strengthening our marriage, not me giving it to you. And every time we do it I, afterwards, I'm then, feeling violated or I'm upset or I feel used. Right. Because that's not helping the marriage. No, I mean, it's not going to move the marriage forward either way. Actually, it could actually hurt it because now it's like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and go through this act. But, you know, I'm really not enjoying it. But, you know, I'm going to do it anyway. And then if you find yourself having sexual interactions with your mate and it seems like they're just going through the motions, then that's when you have to ask yourself, what am I doing to fulfill her needs? And it's not in the bed. A woman's needs are not all about sex you know you you used to tell me this years ago you know better sex is is generated outside of the bed for women for women like i don't okay you know what does that mean you know but you know you live and learn and you understand because you know before i mean we were young and spry and you know things were different right you know you get well i don't think it was young and spry i think that you paid attention to those needs Uh, obviously right i was young and attentive (laughs) and i got old and forgetful (laughs) (laughs) so i mean but you know you have that you have kids to forget no i I think it's a choice because you either that or taken for granted yeah it's it's a lot but you know you you start putting in kids and homes and cars and and responsibilities and all this other stuff and needs and a woman's needs just go on the back burner whereas your needs are still present though yeah 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 because i I make them known (laughs) and then the women should Make theirs known as well. But we you're too do, busy you being mothers and confidants and all this other stuff to everybody in the family. We're being everything that we're supposed to be. I know. I know. And that's but then that's how we or kind that, of view it. Just, you know, as that. And not really being affectionate or And that's part of that's really honestly part of the problem. Mm-hmm. That men are not told, they're not constantly slapped over the head with the fact that women have needs. Yep. This is a topic, probably because it used to be a time where women didn't talk about that stuff. For whatever reason, it was shied upon. But in order to have successful marriages, successful relationships, we have to talk about the things that make us tick, the things that make us mad, the things that make us happy, and the things that make us sexually fulfilled, and how to accomplish those. And if we don't, then how do we expect men to give it to us? I think that goes both ways. I think we have to both do the same thing. We have to talk about those things, that, the things that make us who we are. Right. Likes, dislikes, our feelings about certain things. We need to understand that. Because I can tell you, we could, men get, you know, men need affection as well as women. I, I think so too, but okay. maybe less of it. But- less of it, not in that. That degree, just like women want to have sex, just like men want to have sex, right, but not right. to the degree that we want. Right. right. So mm-hmm. with that, I mean, like, so we kind of need that. You know, men are big babies anyway. 
you know, we need to be cuddled, we need to be held, and, and all of that different stuff. Your ego stroke. Yeah, our ego stroke, yes. So we, we look at that, we need the affection, we're taking the affection from you, you're giving affection to the family, you, you're doing all those different things, and then we're just not pouring it back into you. Just like when we need it, you give it to us. When you need it, we don't necessarily give it to you, and we don't understand why you get upset because we're not. We just don't understand that. But we expect you to give it to us when we need it. Right. I agree. So that's something that we need to be more mindful of, just how we view our wives and when they need these Was things. Was that wives or lives? Wives. Okay, with the W. How yeah. we view our wives. wives. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I'm talking about, I'm talking to all men. Right. They're not just the... Everything to the family because they are everything to the family. I mean, they manage the kids, they manage the household, they do so many different things. And we tend to, as you said before, me taking you for granted. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Possibly, you know, more than likely I did, you know, so especially when the kids were little. Right. You know, and I think that's why, like, (laughs) case in point, cleaning, (laughs) like you don't know how to clean. Right. So, so, and, and it's not that. You don't know how you took it for granted that you didn't have to. Correct. So I did all of those things. Now, when I look at you and I go, okay, clean <laughs> and you don't, can't clean is not because you don't want to. Right. Or you're being lazy. I think it's because you just don't know how because you've never had to do it. It's right. the same thing with affection. You just don't know how because you've never had to do it. Or had to do it for so long. Mm-hmm. Like you do it at the beginning because it's natural. You know that in order to get a woman's affection or attention, you have to do certain things. So that's kind of like built into the dating in the first year. But then after you get married, you don't realize that that's also a requirement. And if we don't tell you and if we don't, and I, I hate to use the word train, but it's sort of like. Well, you can coach us. Or coach. Okay. So if you don't coach your mate into the things that you need. Right. Early on. That you need. That I need. Correct. Right. Because I need to coach you what I need. Right. And you need to coach me on what you need. Mm -hmm. Because I can't meet your needs if I don't know what your needs are. Exactly. And you can't meet my needs. And so, so many times in marriages, women get resentful because they feel as though all their husbands want is sex, which he also talks about and relates that in the book. But it's not that that's all they want. It's just that's their need was up to us to show you and coach you whether in the beginning in the middle or right now if our marriage which it has been at certain points in time mm-hmm. where we're at a standstill because I feel like my needs are not being met and so therefore your needs are not being met we have to realize why what can we do to change that why are our needs not being met am I putting as much into my relationship as I'm taking out of my relationship mm. right Exactly. And so so now that I know that I need to coach you in cleaning, I can coach you. <laughs> yeah. You better pick up an assistant on that. <laughs> that ain't going to go too easy. But OK, I, I get what you're saying. And it's just a lot of things. I guess talking about it more and making men more aware of it. We don't want it to become work. We want it to become natural. Just as the, those natural instincts when you first meet us. And you're not thinking about, oh, what does she need? No, you do this because out of love. I want to show her love and admiration. So I know if I do this, her reaction is going to be this. That's the same thing that's needed and that needs to be repeated continuously through a relationship. I think it's going to become work before it becomes instinct. So you have well, to put in some work. You're going to have to work at it. But, but we don't want it to be work. We don't I want you to look that. at it it's as a, work. It's a work of love, but you have to... Be conscious. I'll just be mental, right? Just be yeah, conscious of it. Yeah, you have to be it. conscious of it. And so sometimes you have to like think about it like, oh, okay, I need to pay attention to this. I need to make sure I'm paying attention to her needs. After a while, it's going to become second nature and you're not going to think about it. But out of, after being so far removed from really paying attention to it, right. you have to be tuned in to it and you have to be reminded, okay, you need to be paying attention to this, which is work. And then it becomes instinctual. At that point, you just, you know, you know, you don't cruise control at that point. You just, hey, I'm looking at you and I can ask you, 
Hey, I see you're not feeling well today. What's, you know, what's going on? How can I help you? What do you need? Have you ever asked me that? Yeah, I could tell when you've had a rough day and I say, hey, baby, look like you, you're a little tired or you feel in like you don't look like you feeling your best. This just popped in my head. It There's a friend of ours who had made the statement that she said she told her husband that Jason takes very good care of Tina, you know, and I had to ponder that statement. I had to think about that because what did she mean by that? What do you think she meant by Jason takes very good care of Tina? Probably because I know how to act in public. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I, I don't know. It could be, you know, social media posts or how we interact in public, you know, well, she doesn't. She's not on social media, so she doesn't see our social media. Well, posts. it's just what you, how you present yourself in public. So, what what do you think that you do to to make her think that you take care of me very well? I don't know. I think I look after you when we're out in public. So, I'm, do you think that I have coached you very well, uh, or do I, you think those are just instinctual? Things? I had some instinctual, and I was coached on some, but a lot of it was instinctual. I treat. I think know, sometimes you forget. And so I had to be mindful. I, I had to make you mindful of some that's things true. that sometimes I get kind of lax because, because you spend so much time with a person absolutely. and then you just be like, you know, why are you standing? Go ahead and have a seat. You're like, oh, <laughs> let me get up and grab the chair. So yeah, sometimes that's, it, that's true. Yeah. yeah. One time we went somewhere and <laughs> yeah, I just grabbed just a seat and sat down. And, and I'm saying it happens, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not too proud to say that you know things like that and don't I, happen right and i think that's another thing in strengthening our marriage that we can't be upset with the way that our mate treats us mm-hmm. but if we come across something that we don't like we have to be able to communicate that effectively mm-hmm. right so commu- in a very loving and respectful way if you just say hey listen i didn't like this or this made me feel this way Okay, if you know, as a man, I can listen to that and be like, okay, I understand. Right, I see how it's that all looks. in the way. So it's right. not what you say, but in your delivery. Oh, it's yeah. always in your delivery. Which takes me back to the book again. He references that most men like sex, mm-hmm. and they're easily aroused. And if they're not, there's a reason. And he says that no man wants to have sex with an angry or bitter or something else type of woman. That is correct. Which it's funny because <laughs> you guys want sex, but you don't want to have sex with somebody who's always upset or angry. Another part of strengthening our marriage, which we've talked about before, is communication. Yep. We have to find a way to communicate to each other our needs, and we have to find a way to communicate when those needs are not being met in a, in a loving and effective way so that you can receive them in order for a marriage, any marriage to work. It has to be wanted by both parties. It has to be. I mean, it can't be one-sided. Now, if one of the parties is slow about, you know, coming along, I get it. But if if it becomes too difficult, it's just going to make the, too much of a strain on the relationship one-sided. Right. Some people want a better marriage. Mm-hmm. But that betterment has to be by both people. It has to be. If you and I are in this relationship and only I'm trying to make it better, mm-hmm. it's not going to get better because your view is you don't want to make it better. Correct. So another way to strengthen your marriage is to make sure that we're both going for the same goal. You have to be able to communicate to each other. Is this what you want? Do you want our marriage to be better? Right. Because if you're, you know, a marriage is a team. Right. right. So Absolutely. You got, two, you got two players. Right. Exactly. Right? So if you got two players going in the same direction, you're winning. Whether one is slower than the other, that's fine. But at least you you going both are willing direction. to go that way. Mm-hmm. But if you got one that's staying put and you're trying to move, you know, move forward to win the game. Right. You're not going to win if the person won't move. And we said that early, I think it was in the second or third podcast when we had several people on. Okay, re- relationship phase. Yeah, we. it Phases. has to be yeah. something that both of you want. Mm-hmm. In order to strengthen a marriage, now, some relationships don't have the communication that they need right now. So maybe I can work on myself, but at least if I know that my spouse definitely wants a better marriage, then maybe I can take the lead and start mm-hmm. doing things to change myself. Yes, But we have to make sure that we both want the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
all conversations are not going to be easy that you need to have with your mate. Some of them are going to be difficult and some of them are going to be really deep right. as far as, you know, what needs to happen in your relationship. But I feel like if you can be honest and civil when you have these conversations, you can get a lot accomplished. Sometimes people are um, afraid of change. Sometimes if, if our relationship has been rocky mm-hmm. for so long, I don't know anything else. Right. And sometimes people don't want change because they don't know what change is going to bring about or they don't want to put in the work to change but what i'll say to that is i deserve to be happy and i deserve to be happy in the relationship that i'm in and that's all i'm going to say about that i had said this also in a previous podcast that i'm at a point in my life that i want to be happy i don't want to argue i don't want to fight And when you make me upset sometimes, for whatever reason, I allow myself to be upset. But then I come to myself and I realize that what is the point? And so if I try to communicate that with you, Mm -hmm. I'm at a place where everything we do in our marriage is about us being happy. How can we strengthen our marriage so that we're happy where it becomes so easy that it's not work anymore? Because we all know marriage is work. But if we, if we get to a point that we're, we are a well-oiled machine, then guess what? The happiness comes naturally. Yeah, it's true. not forced. It's not phony. It's not pretend. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely where I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with my choice in a mate. And my life is happy because that's what I want. Exactly. Even your day-to-day operations is happy. Happier. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And when you're genuinely happy, mm-hmm. like you said, everything is happy. The way you go about tasks are happier. It's no longer, oh, I hate this, or I don't want to do this, or this is challenging. You look at everything in a different light, in a different perspective. Correct. And then that's why people say, oh, Jason takes good care of Tina. <laughs> Because I'm so happy. I think it's because I have, which you may not always have appreciated. I'm a communicative person and I like to communicate. I, I could tell you, not all the time I have not appreciated that. No, I have not. And and, and It all I, depends on how you communicate it to me. And well, maybe I've gotten better over the years. You have. So. And I've go. gotten better at being more receptive to your communications. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Which is a plus, which means yes. that I have coached you very well. Or I have coached you on how to communicate. Yes. Better. To me. <laughs> how to communicate better to you. That's right. Okay. Well, I would agree to a certain extent. Okay. I think sometimes, I think you have, but I think sometimes what you're thinking you don't express all the time. That is correct. So I don't. I have to try to figure out certain things, which is probably takes longer mm-hmm. or is not fair to me. I might have or 15 thoughts going on. So, but I think that the reason why she said Jason takes care of Tina very well is because Tina has shown him and has expressed to him how she wants to be taken care of. I totally agree with that. Right. Right. So, I can only treat you the way you let me treat you. And I allow you to treat me. Absolutely. Right. And if I don't show you and tell you that I need love and affection, Mm -hmm. then you wouldn't give it to me because you think that I don't need it. That is correct. Or I could suffer in silence and need it and crave it and want it and be upset and resentful. And but you still, on the other hand, would never know what's wrong with me. You're thinking that you're satisfying my needs because you're there, you're a husband, you love me, you're providing for me, you know, you're doing all the things from a man's perspective you're doing. But if I don't express to you what it is that I need, then you can never give it to me. Because I don't know. I think I'm giving you what you need. Right. And if I think I'm fulfilling your needs, then I feel like you should be happy. Right. So we And have- I get resentful if, you know, you're not happy. I'm doing all of this stuff. But I may not, again, speak in your love language, knowing your needs. So so when we talk about sex, let us explain something. We're not talking about sex just as sex. We're talking about needs. And in this book, along with what we've said to each other and in our conversations, along with the confirmation from this book, sex is a need for a man. Mm-hmm. Sex is something that a man needs. 
And affection is something that a woman needs. So when we're talking about needs, we're talking about each individual needs and me understanding what he needs and him understanding what I need and being able to communicate that to each other and being able to work within the lines of those needs and understand where each party is coming from. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about sex, not just sex, sex, right? Exactly. It's affection and, and sex is different needs. It's how Tina and what Tina needs as far as making her, you know, part whole and complete. And, you know, my understanding of my needs to make me a happy whole and complete as well. So if we understand that, we can have a deeper bond between the both of us. And I may have to show him what affection is. And he may have to show me what sex is. If I'm not, if I'm not wired like he is, then I have to understand his need from his perspective. Right. I have to allow myself to give freely enough where I'm willing to go beyond my comfort zone to understand why I don't want to have sex, why I'm locked up with sex, or why I just don't experience sex in a fulfilling way where it's fulfilling him. So it's a lot deeper than just talking about sex. We're talking about the need of sex. And the need to be vulnerable in both places. I mean, I have to be vulnerable to open up to show her some affection. I may not be an affectionate person. Right. But I have to get beyond my feelings to put her feelings first. Because there are men out there that have been raised without affection or Mm -hmm. are just not affectionate beings. Right. I mean, it it wasn't in their family. So if it wasn't in their family, how do you know how to Or they've never had to really express it or whatever reason. Or people people use that as an excuse or as a crutch where you know I'm not affectionate. Okay, just because you've made that statement doesn't mean that you can't become affectionate or that you cannot show affection. Right. If something means affection and appreciation. Right. Right. I think if you can't, you know, if you don't, you know, people always say that I can't, you know, I'm not affectionate and this, that, and the other. Yeah, but you can be appreciative. You can be appreciative of me. And you can show me just because you're not the touchy feely affectionate type doesn't mean you can't fulfill my needs of affection in a different way. Right. Because affection doesn't always have to be a touch. No. Affection, like you said, whatever I, your need is, and in, in whatever you, in whatever form you need it, is right. what you need to convey to the person, so they can give you what you need, so you can give them what they need. Just like we said with kissing, you know, you can give your spouse a kiss mm-hmm. without having to be an affectionate person. There's different ways around it. It depends on the way you view and look at things. So with that. I think that gives a good indication of what you should do and how you should open up to learn about your mate's needs. And I think just in a recap, before I can express those needs to my mate, Mm -hmm. I have to be able to understand and express those needs to myself. Just a little soul searching because, you know, why do I feel the way that I feel about my needs and how important are my needs? And, And I need to be able to express it I have to understand it. Then I can express it to you and we can have a uh, conversation about it. And I think being vulnerable for a man and a woman doesn't make either one of us weak. I know that um, in certain communities and in certain households, women have to be strong. Mm -hmm. But we have to find a place where we can both be vulnerable and strong. We can be strong when we need to be strong. But we also have to be able to allow the man to show us affection And sit back and be a woman. Let a man be a man because every woman wants to be loved. Mm -hmm. We we crave love. We need this love. Everybody wants to be loved. So we also have to remember that we have to become able to accept it. We have to take a step back and stop being so hard and so rigid and thinking that we have to take the lead on everything. But we have to be able to allow the male to love on us. Yep. Let us be able to love you nurture you and care for you and and it's okay yeah and and i think that too i think that's what she meant by that i allow you to do those things to me yes you do (laughs) and i don't even think you coach me on that i think that (laughs) came naturally i don't know (laughs) yeah definitely naturally the jury is out on that (laughs) so but with all that being said we want to thank you for listening again this week and stay tuned for next week as we do another fantastic episode I'm looking forward to strengthening our marriage and more 
uplifting, positive ways that we did today. Yep. Talk to you next week. Later, Gator. And remember, we're we're in in it to win it. it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at legendaryrelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.